Tov. I got a call. I got a call before tonight. Could I say over an uh, Misa? If we have two minutes le- left, a Misa and Tshuva. There's a call I got on the telephone. A family came in from Israel and they asked me to meet emergency. Well, come. I made an appointment in the afternoon. They came to the house. They all came in. The whole family. Father, the mother, there's a daughter in severe need of a kidney, very ill. An uncle, about six people came in. Not religious, not anything secular. They sat down. I greeted them. I gave them something to drink and I said, how can I help? And they began to tell me, we have this young woman here. She's very ill in Israel. There was a line. We came here, possibility to get a kidney. Uh, We need a lot of things. We need help. We need connections. I called up at that time the great project renewal to help out. And they need money and they need a number of things. I said, okay, uh, I'm going to help. I took down all the things that they needed. I understood that they needed funds raised and everything. I said, I'll help. They said, okay, we'll call you tomorrow. Good. They left, the whole group. The next day, I didn't get a call. Two days later, I didn't get a call. Three days later, I began to wonder what happened. I didn't know what went on. On the other hand, if it's an emergency, wouldn't they get back in touch with me? They did it. A week went by, no call. I was dumb. I didn't take their number. Why did I take their number? I thought for sure they'll call me. Another few days went by. It's already the second week I get a call. Rabbi, could we come to see you? Same group. Open the door. They come, they sit in the dining room table just like before. I said, could I ask you a question? I asked the father. When you came the first time, we made all the plans. Why didn't you come back? The man said, I saw that you are a dati. You're very religious. And I knew you wouldn't help us. I said, so what changed that you came back? We called the same person. And he said, I told you, go to Goldwasser. I told you to go. Yeah, but he's religious. So good, he's religious. So what? Go back. They came back. I will tell you, Bikitzer, Bikitzer. If I tell you that the girls in the schools, in the Beis Yaakov, she needed to go dialysis from Marine Park to Bay Ridge. It's about a 40-minute drive. She needed to go to dialysis. What they did for her, how they set her up. She went, she was very tired on the way back. They got a car with a long seat in the back. They made a bed for her with covers and sheets and pillows. They didn't know what to do. The family, they took them every week. Chalas and all the madanim and all meat and fish and Treats and wrapped it up in trays and packages and took them candles, neiros for Shabbos. They treated them royally. Finally, it came time that things were looking good. They needed the money. So I call up a good friend. There's a lot of Israeli chevra involved. 
I call up my good friend. He's a rock star in Israel. He made teshuva. He did teshuva complete. I said to him, I got to ask you a big favor. He says, yeah, what would you like? I said, could you play a concert for me? There's a young girl, very ill, young woman. Could you play? He said, I'm coming. Right away, I'll come. No charge, no money. Beautiful. We made the whole advertising and everything. Hever got very excited because he quite a name. And he came to pick me up. We're friendly. He came to pick me up in his Jeep. I went in the Jeep. We went to the place where the concert, where the evening is supposed to be. He takes his Jeep, parks it, takes the guitar out of there, sees the building, walks over to the building, puts his head against the bricks. He says to me, I'm not able to play tonight. I said, what do you mean? I cannot play tonight. I will not. He picks up the guitar. He goes back to the car. I said, you have to. As it is, they don't trust me. Now I'm going to make the whole thing and they're not going to be there. They'll never trust another yid in their life. You got to. He says, I'm very sorry, I can't. Went inside the car. Closed the door. I knocked on the window. I said, please, listen to me. He opens up. He says, I want you to know, before I became religious, I played in this place. It's a nightclub. I had zichronot lotovot. I got some memories about what happened. I don't want to remember it. You'll have to excuse me, Rebbe. I can't do it. The other Sometimes Hashem gives you the words all the time. I remembered we have a piece in the Talmud, and I told him it says Hechi Domi Baal Teshuva. What is a Baal Teshuva? Makom. They come back to the same place where they had the Nisayon, where they had the test, where they had the trial, the tribulation, and they're all made big vura, and they stand in great strength, and they're miskaber, and they're able to stand to the challenge and win. I said to him, that is why you're here this evening. Ba'osomakom. You came to show Teshuvah Shalema. He looked at me and he said, Zemet, it's really written? I said, I promise you, I pro- as soon as we're done, you come to my house, we're going to take out all the svarim, I promise you, I'll learn it with you the whole night, but just please. He said, okay. Before he got out of the car, he made two stipulations. Two stipulations with me, two conditions. One, that I say to Helim while he is doing his concert. The second, that I come on the stage together with him. I said to him, one, I'm able to do. The second, I think it's uh, <laughs> difficult for me. The Tehillim I'm good with. 
But the stage is not my place, it's your place. Kitzer. He played. People jammed in. Fundraiser. He played all the songs they wanted to play. He played all whatever they wanted to hear. In the middle, he begins to sing a song about Emuna, the most unbelievable song. And they liked it. He said, let me teach it to you. He begins to teach them the song in Emuna, And these people should see them. They're all singing this song in Emuna. If I could have had Neely Yom Kippur at that moment, it would have been great. All of a sudden, the doors open up. The young woman was given permission by the doctors to come in for five minutes. Five minutes. She came with a gown, covered up, protected. As soon as she came in the door, and they're singing Emuna, the whole place was so moved. People began to take money out, throwing it. One guy, I'll never forget it. One guy was so, he took the whole wallet and he threw it. They raised on that evening all the money that was necessary, including the transportation from Israel here and back home right then. This operation was successful. The transplant was successful. After months and months, they were finally ready to go back home to Eretz Yisrael. When they went back, the Idiot Achronot wrote up the entire story. They wrote, Rav Goldwasser, who? Chatsi Malach. Chatsi Malach. I caught up the editor. I said to him, what do you mean, Chatsi Malach? Unbelievable. The koach that we have in this world to make a difference, to change, to become better. Everybody should have a Shana Tova Masuka, should have a good year with all the brachot, whatever you're waiting for, whatever you want. Ruchnias and Gashmias Adbali die. Tiskele Shanim Rabot Nimot. It should be the best year, a year for Klau Yisrael, a year in which we will hear the Pame Mashiach Sidkenu. Bimhe Ravi Amenu. Amen.